Welcome to the Rob and Kale Podcast. Rob Sanders. Cheap, lying, no good, rotten, poor, flushing, low life, snake licking, dirt eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant. Kale, Carolina, jackpot hall. What? Sucking, dog kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat ass, bug eyed, stippling, worm headed sack of monkey shit he is. Hallelujah! Holy shit! The Rob and Kale Podcast. Where's the Tylenol? <laughs> that still makes me laugh. Welcome into the Rob and Kale Show. I'm Rob Sanders. Of course, my friend is in the upstate. He is the best damn Gamecock YouTuber on the planet. He is uh, Mr. Carolina Jackpot, Kale Hall. Kale, what's up, my friend? What's up, guys? Hopefully, a little audience over there on YouTube watching right now. Good evening, Jerome, Stephen, Bible Belt Beauties, Joey, JJ Banks, General Voltard. I thought you were dead. Great I thought he was dead, too. Real talk. Sir. I honestly thought he died. He did die. I guess he's back. Resurrected. Like the, like the Undertaker. He, he he didn't die. He just went off to a better place for a while. There, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Uh, we're going to answer questions over there. We're going to do uh, phone calls in a little bit. Uh, thank our sponsors and, uh, of course, Callaway's Bar and Grill, callawaysbarandgrill.com. The Callaway's bowl pick'em standings, man. I tell you what, I updated the standings this morning. Some people made some big jumps. Kim Bellinger, after week uh, the first set, was at three. Now he's at nine, and he leads this thing, tied with Nancy Davis and Tyler Dove. Uh, lots of other people are uh, playing pretty well, including myself and Jackpot. Jackpot is at eight picks out of 13, <coughs> which is uh, right where I'm at, eight out of 13. Some people have not fared so well. I'm going to give a shout-out to James Fleming, who got one correct in week uh, the first set, but now has seven correct. That's a hell of a bounce. But there are some folks who are not doing well, including our old friend, the Comrade, who sits with four total correct picks. Gary Mills started with zero. Now he's at four. And Sally Fleming, a defending champion. Uh, she was Sally Donegan when she won the first time. She has since gotten married. But she is in dead last place, right above the comrade, right below the comrade, who is not uh, not playing very well. But you, you made some good picks there, Jackpot. Yep, yep. Um, I, that damn Missouri game bit me in the ass. Um, I think it bit a lot of people in the rear end with that one. But uh, yeah, other, other than that, yeah, uh, some I didn't expect, and um, some, quite frankly, were just uh, kind of difficult picks. I didn't think Utah State would would whip up on the beeve the way they did. That was kind of surprising to me. And now half of the damn games that I'm going to get to pick or that I have picked that we've all picked are just going to go by the damn wayside. We're going to end up with like 25 fucking bowl games out of 45. This is horse shit. That's true, man. But anyway, thanks to Callaway's Bar and Grill. Callaway'sBarandGrill.com. Go by and uh, check them out. And, of course, they sponsor our – our pick'em contest and the bracket challenge, which we will be swinging into basketball season soon. Jackpot. Yeah, basketball season's going. Uh, got cranked up right now. The only team now, the Gamecocks, they had some COVID issues um, last weekend, and I mean that was legitimate. I mean it really was. I mean they they had COVID issues, and and that was um, you know just unfortunate. And I think a lot of this this COVID uh, opt outs. 
for the bowl games, I think that's just bullshit. The Gamecocks, when it happened with us, it was it was legitimate and for real. So I have a conspiracy theory Players. on these uh, teams getting out of the uh, out of the bowl stuff. We'll talk about that in a moment. But thanks to Callaway's Bar and Grill, Callaway'sBarandGrill.com. Also, Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport, Fireside Chats with Uncle Jackpot. Jackpot, tell us a story, man. All right. Well, sucks to be a Gamecocks. Clemson is my Palmetto Bowl champion. Clemson is way too deep. A new year is coming. We should expect the same results. A ship football program with a Dabo wannabe head coach and a fake Tate Martell at quarterback. Mac Brown may run it up this week. We are a total shithole. It sucks to be a Gamecock. Go Tigers. Facts there. Thank you, Carolina Jackpot, for uh, bringing us some truth this evening. So good stuff there. <coughs> All right, Jackpot. Well, <clears throat> we look at the bowl, the bowl schedule here, and I'm trying to look. I'm trying to figure out which bowls are left. I know that we just found out that what was it? Uh, Miami opted out of their bowl game. They they opted out of what it was. What was it? The Tony the Tiger, Tony the Tiger flights. The Frosted Flakes Sun Bowl. <laughs> as shitty as they played this season, it should have been the Who, the, who Gives a Fuck Bowl. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, who, who, who else? Boston College and East Carolina were supposed to play. Yeah. That game is is gone. I mean, it's a lot of games are gone out of the are gone right now. Jackpot. Are there, are there any that you? that have gone away that you wish had stayed on schedule? I wanted to see East Carolina play in a bowl game. They haven't gotten to play in a bowl game for like five or six years, so that really sucks. Um, the Virginia-SMU matchup I thought would have been kind of a high-scoring affair. Um, so that, that kind of sucks as well. And yeah. Miami and uh, Memphis, not play. that kind of ruined my Christmas. Yeah. So thanks a lot. Charlie asked, why is it all ACC teams? It's not. There's been SEC teams that have opted out as well. Texas A&M was the first one. And, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if we had more that were in the mix. And, and here's my thinking on this. Now, Jackpot, I, I need you to be honest with me, even though it's the holiday season. And, you know, you may want to be kind because that's what people do during the holidays. We try to keep it real here on the program. Here's what I think. I think that teams are getting into the mix and saying, you know what, we're going to go to this bowl game. They're accepting the bowl invites. They are getting <clears throat> the whole thing of get those 12 practices in, and then, oh, we have COVID. Fuck off. Now we're not going to do a game. I think that they're milking the system to get those extra practices for the young players and then saying, you know what, why would we play in this bowl game now? doesn't really make much sense. But part of a bowl game is getting a payoff, too. Right, and I, and I agree with that, but I, I just – I think it's just unfortunate it's just they're shitting on the fans because, I mean, how many – I mean, I'm sure East Carolina has some fans that were going to go to work. Where were they, Where was that game at, uh, this military? Where was that, in Washington, D.C.? Yeah. Now, yep. I'm sure they had some fans that were going to go to that, and I'm sure they were probably in the transit. I mean, you, that's not – 
Well, let me let me paint a better picture there for you, Jackpot. Let's say that your little uh, you're you're a a ten year old East Carolina fan, and your dad went and bought you tickets to go to that bowl game, and you know had his had all the transportation set up and and everything in D.C., and then all of a sudden, fuck you. <laughs> you know, you you've shit on a kid's Christmas gift. There's yeah. that too. So exactly. yeah, it's such a mess. Stop with all this damn I, testing. I, That's stupid. I mean, unless somebody's showing some real symptoms. I mean. Well, my, my wife has a comment. She's actually paying attention. She says that they should be required to show proof. And and I get that. I get that, but I, I don't know, man. I think, you know, we've already seen it with a lot of players that are just opting out because they want to get ready for the pros. I. It's almost like we have a quitter society when it comes to college football now. If it's not like the college football playoff, nobody really gets excited about it anymore. That's true. I mean, why do you not see players opting out of that midseason game against Charleston Southern? That's a good point. <laughs> I don't understand that. I mean, what's the difference? What's up, Spencer Rattler over in the comment section? Spencer Good Rattler see, sir, already in South Kakalaki. <clears throat> yep. Joey says play with whoever you have. And look, I, I I can get behind that too because yeah, you may not have your full range of, of players that are out there, but you've got most division one teams have second and third string folks. So Looking at our There's roster that. coming up for Thursday's game, I kind of wish we could opt out. To be honest with you. Um. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? It's and I'm not mocking this. I'm not mocking the Gamecock fans, but there are some bowl matchups that don't look really good. I firmly believe that if Boston College and Wake Forest, excuse me, if Wake Forest and Texas A&M played, Wake Forest is a weird matchup for them. They really, really are. And I'm not saying they were going to win, but they may have taken a. a a little little stub to the toe there, and uh, they you know the last time they played, I've mentioned it before. Wake Forest hung fifty five on them. They don't give a shit. So <clears throat> there's that. Uh, Lee says you had a nice historical <coughs> grocery review. Thank you for Thank that. You, so also, I thought we'd talk a minute about the Clemson game. Then we'll take some calls here. Clemson's playing Iowa State. Lines bounce back and forth between plus one, minus one, whatever, on either side. I, You know, I kind of wanted to say this this evening to the Clemson folks that are there. They're uh, out there running their mouths because <clears throat> I've noticed this with, with a lot of Clemson folks. They'll take what positive message is sent to them by uh, some of the folks from the Roar and Whatever, <laughs> Clemson media friendly folk here, and the thing this week was the culture at Clemson is great because not one single player opted out, which is not <laughs> true. They're 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 touting something that's not true. They had what three guys, uh, three players that opted out of the whole fucking out of the whole team and left. I mean, seriously. Uh, with with Fomachu and uh, who was it? Let's was see. it Latson or Nagata and 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 Xavier? All these guys. It's not like a Jew a Jew, a Jew, a Jew has has left the program too. 
it's just when you see this stuff and it's like the hard part for me is that dumb dumbs believe it. Dumb dumbs truly believe it. They're like, oh, well, we're just we're just that much different here. Not really. Players opt out from every school. None are none are better than the other. Nagata and uh, what's his name? Both transferred. Uh, I can't remember all of them. Someone asked about Xavier Thomas. Apparently, he put out something on. I think I sent it to Jackpot. Some he put out something on Twitter where it was like, "Yeah, I'm, I, I'm leaving." Basically, it was like one of those, one of those memes where uh, a young a young man like gives the the kiss and then disappears. That kind of thing. Other <coughs> matter, he's just fly, he's just goofing. Steve asked if Neckroll is playing. I think he's talking about, um, yeah, God, I can't remember his name. I interviewed him at kickoff. I'm dumb tonight, jackpot. Steve Hammond says no. Neckroll playing. Of course, he's the heart and soul of the team. Yeah, he's he's gonna play. He's already <laughs> said he's playing. So, uh, what's big lie number two? I don't know what you're talking about there, Big Bean. Big Bean, I don't know. Um, but no, I, I just, I'm frustrated when I see stuff like that because it's like, you know what? Just stop it. You know, it's ridiculous. All right. Let's, uh, take some, you got something else you want to go into before we take calls here, Jackpot? No, not really. Bothering your soul tonight. No, my All right. Soul well, is clear. There you go. your soul is clear. All Last right, one, uh, Derek Drill Mike Dub. Says Ladson and the Jew Jew left. Nagata <laughs> still says he's at Clemson. Right. Kirby's visor with a good point here. Dabo's losing players to the portal, but he won't use it to bring them in. Seriously handicaps the program. <laughs> 803-470-2905. Someone was messaging me the other day and talking about there might be a rift between JT Daniels and uh, an old uh, old Kirby Smart there. You think? I don't know. <laughs> just I saying. Mean, dude just basically blew the past two years. I mean. I, I, I heard, I thought he had COVID too. JT Daniels. <clears throat> that's something to think about there too. By the way, the phone number to call is 803-470-2905. If we end up with a, uh, if we end up with something where there's, they've already put out that, what was it? I think I, I sent it to you uh, last week where we're going to crown a national champion regardless, because they're going to have the, uh, you could literally forfeit your way and and win a national title by forfeit. So, they may not give a shit about the uh, the Cheese It Bowl or whatever bowl there is, but they we're gonna have a national champion one way or another, even if it's by forfeit. Right, that would be like excruciatingly painful. <laughs> uh, Justin wants to know if I've seen the Spider Man movie. I have not yet. My wife and I want to see it because we're. We're Marvel folks. Uh, and will J, will J, I think he meant JT Daniels. He put TJ. Will JT Daniels transfer? At this point, man, it wouldn't surprise me if, if anybody was going to transfer from one spot to another. I don't know. Let's go out to the phones, Jackpot. 
Welcome into the program. Good evening. What's Hello? up, ladies? Hope you had a great Christmas. Oh, you sound much better, sir. How are you doing? I'm good. Hey, I'm just giving you guys fair warning. You just mentioned that um <clears throat> that it's possible someone could win the national championship by forfeit. Um, I will have both of you know that won't stop me at all from claiming this thing and riding it for the next 40 years or however long I'm on this earth. So uh, the fact that it will be the product of a forfeit will not stop me from hanging banners, uh, you know, getting knockoff rings, whatever I got to do. I've waited I, 41 years. I, I get that. But real talk though, uh, I, I firmly believe that uh, <laughs> there's no COVID in Alabama. I, I mean, I, I, if, Nick, if Nick Saban has it his way, nobody's got COVID. I mean, I think there's going to be padded tests, uh, et cetera, especially around these uh, these playoff games. I mean, and they're, they're important matchups, and I want everyone to be healthy, but wouldn't surprise me if we had – maybe one or two players that weren't exactly tier one players, but like the sacrificial lambs. Oh, they got it. The rest of the team though. Nope. They isolated. Ta-da. Yeah. I, I know what you're getting at there and I would have to agree with you. There's uh, <clears throat> the, uh, the new variant is going to somehow uh, not be allowed within the Alabama state line. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that's, that's, that, that's not going to be at the Alabama state line period. Now, I, I'm also in the conspiracy theory landscape of uh, the Big Ten is going to be like, well, if you're at Michigan, you've all got the COVID. Because <laughs> that's how the Big Ten rolls with those doofuses up there. Everybody's got the COVID. I mean, if you, that, like some of the, uh, uh, the way, especially the way that they handled it last season, that, that wouldn't surprise me at all. I can't argue that. Guys, have you looked around at some of the recent headlines? Um, at, at different schools and it, it all seems to be about new NIL ideas <coughs> and um, jackpot with the new blood that's in, that's in, that's in your uh, coaching staff there. I didn't know if you had heard about any new way to lure NIL money to South Carolina, <laughs> anything like that cooking. I've seen it across the country. <coughs> uh, I, I, um, I haven't heard of anything. <clears throat> I think that yeah, eventually, I mean, like at certain, what was it? What was the first one? Like at BYU, everyone got 50 grand or something. Uh, it's one of those, one of those schools. Yeah. One of those schools like that. But I think eventually they each university is going to have to have one big time booster. That's going to give these, uh, these players some money. I mean, that's kind of the way it's going to have to be. It's just, I think that, uh, I understand making money with their likeness, et cetera, but it's kind of hard for me to say, you know what? Um, we're going to give each player $50,000 in addition to yeah. their education as well. Not that I don't want them to make money, but my goodness, man, that is a shit ton of money. Yeah, but it seems like uh, getting new gigs as far as ideas to bring in NIL money is, is the new recruiting tool, you know? And basically everything else is just going out the window. Um, that, well, that, yeah, that's I heard my that, fear. It has been my fear from, from day one. You know, Quinn, Quinn yours. I think that's the young man that uh, was at Ohio state, got like $200,000 from them. And then as supposedly got a million dollars from 
from for signing with Texas. So, I mean, yeah, it is at that point where if you're a big time business and you want to make sure that uh, your alumni or you're an alumni of a school and you want to have X player there to make it better. I mean, shit, that, that's what a lot of people are going to do. But now I think the problem, and maybe you guys can sound off on this too. You may have a guy that, that can sell insurance and make millions and millions of dollars every year, but does he really know football? And is he really going to be able to evaluate and say, you know what? I want to pay that quarterback who is 18 years old and have him come to our program and he may end up falling on his face. I mean, it seems like people are going to be making football responsibilities that really may not know much about football. Yeah. And, and that's going to happen. But from the, from the head coach's perspective, what does that tell the next five-star quarterback out there? Hey, look, they were willing to pay, you know, a million and a half to that guy. I'm surely I'm better than him. Surely if I go there, I'm, I'm going to get at least that, you know what I mean? So it's not, it's not all wasted money if you look at it in that regard. It's a recruiting tool for, for the next four or five classes, whatever it may be. What do you think, Jackpot? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay. Well, okay. there you go, man. Uh, well, hey, man, I, I, if you got a, um, but you guys play on what Friday night? You guys ready? You think that Georgia's ready? Have you heard anything out of the Georgia camp besides the fact that Daniels and Smart don't get along? No, but that that um, rumor is gaining some traction. It it had something to do with the uh, when I say the injury, I know it had to be more specific with JT Daniels. So it had to do with the second injury, and uh, the rumor is the Georgia doctors had cleared them, but JT's doctors had not, and there was that was the point where. Smart said, "Screw it! I'm done playing this game. We're going. With, we're going with Stetson Bennett. And I, that's the rumor. I have no idea if that's true. There have been a couple of videos made on it. I, again, have no idea. But I did say on your show all along, there's something that we don't know because something just didn't <laughs> add up there. So whether this is true or not, I don't know. But I expect over time something's going to come out. He's, he's well, not. Look, I mean, if we can say he's dumb, but he's not that dumb. Well, hmm. if it comes down to it, and we know nothing else." If uh, if Georgia slips up against Michigan, I mean, is that a failed season for the Bulldogs? Twelve and zero and beating Florida. No, that's not a failed season. I'm asking because you have the talent to everybody. Everybody, beat, I mean, Florida. <laughs> Central Florida beat them, buddy. <laughs> yeah, but but in years past, when we had a certain different <clears throat> head coach, we would lose to Florida, even on years like this. That's that would be your boyfriend I'm talking about there, Rob. Sure. Yeah, man, I like the men that are men of God. Apparently, you don't like Jesus. That's okay. Yeah. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that works out. I, I think that I wonder if there's going to be a section of the Georgia fan base that's going to be like, you know what? I'm tired of this shit. And uh, we'll see. I mean, winning the recruiting national title every year is at the point where, all right, it's cute, but you got to be able to get over that hump. I mean, hell, win the conference. I mean, you lost to that oh, Alabama fair. team that was one of the younger Alabama teams where it seemed like you guys were ripe to get them. Yeah, I will say this. Having our best pass rusher on the field would be nice when we play Alabama, but I guess that's well, not going to happen. I can't help that that's you lead cool. the conference in raping. 
You're the only team that has a rapist on your on your on your team there. So you lead the conference of no, raping. You're number one there too. So Well, I wasn't blaming you. I'm just saying it would be nice. Just just our love. <laughs> be nice. Oh goodness. Anyway, Fair enough, I, man. I do want to leave you this, guys. 43 and 18. Thank you for that. Have a great Ooh. night. All right. 803-470-2905. What jackpot? Right. <laughs> I, there's not another team that has an alleged rapist on their roster in the conference. Georgia leads in that. That's true. Mm. Uh. <laughs> Joey says, Rob, do you think that the NCAA will ever investigate any coaches for offering NIL as a recruitment tool as far as promising money to a recruit? I do believe there are some rules against that. I, I, I read, I like each school has their own NIL policy. Uh, I know for Clemson, like, and I use Clemson because uh, I, I write a lot of stuff for them. And like with Clemson, each NIL transaction has to be monitored and approved by the university. And you can't, uh, you can't wear any Clemson logos and any photo shoots or whatever that you have. And you can't shoot anything on campus as far as pictures. <clears throat> so there's that. Lee Wilder with a five dollars super chat saying Merry Christmas. Thank you, sir. Seems like it seems like there could be a lot there could be so many loopholes in all of this. Yeah, I mean, and it could be like remember the whole thing with Cam Newton where he didn't know his dad got money and that's what he went with, and that's what got him back out on the field. Mm -hmm. that, maybe it's that same theory. Who knows? You know, I mean, you can't if I if we meet somewhere that's off campus and you know, it's not like the NCAA has someone every 18 feet that can monitor every program, you know, Cam Newton. Remember what a hell of a college player he was. Did you see uh, him today? Good Lord. What a joke of a damn player that guy's become. By the way, Matt rule today. And I sent this to jackpot. I am not a Panthers fan. I am a fan of the green Bay Packers. But, Matt, this is the exact comment from Matt Rule today. I believe it's 1,000% working. I just know no one can see it, and I apologize. As I tell our team all Sounds the time. Like a <laughs> <laughs> How did you go there? <laughs> No more references to your penis on the show tonight. Holy shit. Anyway, Rule says, I believe it's 1,000% working. I just know no one can see it, and I apologize. As I tell our team all the time, it took Jay-Z seven years. He had to start his own agency to become an overnight sensation. It takes time. So apparently, if you're a Panther fan, you got to have seven years to get right. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, what, what a shithole they've turned into. The Beast Bailey says, Dabo cries too much about the transfer portal NIL deals. Anything to do with players being important, he doesn't like. Well, respectfully, sir, other, other coaches do that too. Lane Kiffin said a, basically the same thing. Dave Clawson's been on the record as saying the same thing. Dabo just gets, uh, maybe he just does it more. Who knows? <clears throat> Who knows? 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905.
Mr. Boogie says the Panthers have neglected O-line and quarterback help forever. I agree. Yeah. <coughs> you got a cold jackpot? Yeah. Got a little bit of a cough today. Okay, well, hopefully that, that remedies for you. Did you enjoy your holiday, sir? Did you get uh what was your favorite gift other than the Jim Cornette thing that we got you? Got a couple of Gamecock hoodies, got a sign care toothbrush, uh retro stereo. No, not bad at all. You got a retro stereo, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Mm. James says uh BB and the James blondie James. on it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So my wife knows me, man. She got me some new clothes and uh, I got, I got uh, underwear and t-shirts. I'm all happy about that shit. That's when you're an adult. Your when you're happy have sleeves in them? Fuck no. This, this is one of my new ones. Got oh, a new okay. t-shirt, new undershirt. I'm not going to wear a damn un uh, new t-shirts, man. <clears throat> anyway, Bible Belt says he got a free subscription to his wife's OnlyFans page. Good for you, sir. Good for you. <laughs> my my uh, my brother-in-law got me a North Face hoodie. Like you see those, like the kids wear those. I got one of those. Oh wow! And he got like me and my my son have the same ones that match. So I guess you know. Uh, my wife also got us Christmas pajamas that we wore on Christmas Day. So there's that too. All right, let's go out to the phones. Welcome into the program. Good evening. Hi, this is Al Bell fan here. Uh, what? This is Justin here. I'm 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 uh, Alabama fan. I got a question well, about the Bama Cincinnati game. The Bama and who? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Okay. Huh? Cincinnati um, runs the same same defense as Ole Miss, right? Hey, I tell you what, I, I'll get you a Robin Com. I'll get you a Robin Kale shirt if you can spell Cincinnati for me. Okay. C I N C I A no shirt for you. I'm drinking. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I can spell Cincy, but not Cincy <laughs> No, no shirt anyway. for you, sir. Anyway, go ahead. Like <laughs> I was trying to say was Cincy Ad. I don't know how to spell it, but whatever that spell is, Cincy Ad runs the same defense as Ole Miss, right? Okay, and they, they got three and three five defense. So if Alabama can run the ball on them. Like they did against Ole Miss, and maybe throw some, and then maybe switch it out and run the ball. They'll be able to score some points on them. I believe they'll probably win maybe about three touchdowns. I'll be able to win my three touchdowns against Cincinnati. Well, I, I think that uh, <laughs> I, I don't know where to go from here, but uh, yeah, good, good point, That's sir. Awesome. I, I, what's the point spread by the way in that game? Uh, I think it's at 13. Uh, we have some questions from some folks. Uh, Brock wants to know if you can count your teeth. Yeah, uh, whatever. 
I'm asking. I'm asking what the uh, what the, the chat room saying. Mister Boogie wants to know if you can spell Roll Tide. Yeah, R O L L T I D E. Hey, <laughs> Roll Tide. Oh, very good. Um, yeah, I think the point the point spread is at thirteen. So, um, yeah, <laughs> good stuff there, man. I you think they're going to win by more than two touchdowns, though? Is that what you're telling me? If they play like they did against Ole Miss, and like maybe be like maybe like twenty eight to uh, seven at halftime or something like that, I think they'll win maybe like forty two to twenty one. So you got you got them. Giving up forty-two, giving, scoring forty-two, but uh, winning forty. I mean, scoring forty-two, but I giving up twenty-one. Okay. Bama winning forty-two to twenty-one ever since the other. Well, hey, I I appreciate you uh, playing our little spelling bee there for you, but uh, you did spell roll tide correctly, so that's good. Yeah, this yeah, is a little bit hard, but you know. <laughs> good point, sir. Good point. Thanks for calling Thanks, the show, yeah. man. All right, man. You have a good night. Good night. <laughs> Bible Belt says he plays with coloring. <laughs> Holy shit. <clears throat> Benji said, uh, ask the caller on a scale of 10 to 271, what color is the 43rd? <laughs> what? <laughs> We're fucking mean as shit to people sometimes. I know that. Uh, <laughs> that's some good stuff there. All right, 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905. Over and under game jackpot, do you think we will have over or under on bowl games played at 30? 30 bowl games played. Mm. We've already had four cancellations to drop us to... Th- th- we had... So we're... We had well, 42, we're down to 38. Four, yeah, it's four so far. <sighs> yeah, the one got rescheduled. Um, no, nah, I, I think we'll probably hit over that. Well, by the time we get on the air on Wednesday, actually, the uh, Clemson game will be on when we do our show on Wednesday night. Let's go out to the phones. Welcome into the program. Good evening. How's it going, y'all? Bluegrass Sports Media. Bluegrass Sports Media. Can Hello. you spell Cincinnati? C I N N. No, okay. No yeah, t-shirt for you. You probably uh, you, <laughs> your team's close to Cincinnati. You can't spell Cincinnati. Holy shit! Yeah, well, I N C I N N A T I. Yay. Ding ding ding! Jackpot wins. I, I tell you, I tell you right now, I was the kid in the spelling bee that got up there first, so I could set the fuck down. So, because <clears throat> I knew I was missing the first word. I'm terrible at fucking spelling. All right. Well, what'd you call the program for, sir? Well, you know, it seems to me that uh, Clemson is imploding on itself. And I okay. just wanted to get your take on it because. You told me last time I called in, you said Brent Venables isn't going to steal your recruits. But you had a four-star decommit. Um, you only had 13 recruits in the entire right. class. Right. Um, Dabo Sweeney has spoke 
terribly about the transfer portal, about not going to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't like NIL. I mean, where are you guys going from here? Well, if you look at that Clemson recruiting class, despite the fact that it had what? I mean, I think there was 12, 13 players that were in it. If you look at, and it's yeah. still underway, by the way, and it may end up finishing higher ranked than it is because they do have uh, Trevor Etienne out there who is uh, going to possibly make his way over to the Clemson team. Uh, they're still the fight, despite the fact they have 12 commits, they're number, currently number 24 in the country. Um, they got the number one ranked quarterback in the country. You know, as far as Dabo with the transfer portal, I, I don't know how that's going to work. He's got to figure that out. And he's going to have to try to implement to bring some of the young men that are in that portal uh, to the program because there's a lot of talent out there. Clemson could have used some help on the offensive line this year, and they just didn't get it. But to say that Clemson's going to implode is kind of far-fetched, in my opinion. Until they completely fall off the planet, you know, Clemson lost three games by a combined total of 21 points. And they did lose them. I'm not saying it's like a, you know, moral victory thing here, but they lost the three ranked teams by a combined total of 21 points. And they were figuring it out as the season went along. Now, should they have won more games? Yes. But they didn't. Okay. I mean, that's all I can tell you. They had a season where uh, they went on Thursday. Uh, what is it? Wednesday. They'll have another 10 win season. Uh, which is like 12 straight years of winning 10 games or more. Not very many programs have done that. So. Well, you can say that, but it's not, it seems like everything's coming together at one time. Because first, first of all, the transfer portal hit, like I said earlier. Then you guys right. lose basically your entire, well, both your coordinators. I'm not going right. to say your entire staff. Um you lose probably the best defensive coordinator in the country and Brett Venables to be a head coach. Yes. Um, which great nobody ever thought you guys were ever going to lose. Nope, I didn't think so either. So the fact that he moved on, I mean, uh, you can't say anything bad about Brent Venables. He was on record as saying he told kids that had reached out to him in the recruiting process that they should reevaluate before they decommit from Clemson. So he was a top-notch guy from top to bottom with all that. Uh, the young man, the uh, – uh, Jake Koenig, I think is his name, from Kansas. Uh, he ended up enrolling at Oklahoma. I don't think that Venables plucked him from there. I think he just wanted to play for Venables. I think that's just the way that it is. But as far as uh, the rest of that stuff, the same shit was said about Clemson when they uh, they won the national title with Deshaun Watson. Oh, my God, Watson's gone. Oh, my God, Mike Williams is gone. Oh my God, that defensive line is gone. And it's the same shit over and over and over again. But um, I, I'm sure going into next season, Clemson will be a team that's ranked in the preseason top 10. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and put this out there. Their schedule next year is shit. Their schedule next year is absolute shit. So they should roll through their schedule and be right there in the hunt for a college football playoff uh, bid. And, and, and all those things are true, you know. They all, them. and to be fair, since you lost that defensive line, you haven't won a national championship, which is kind of to your guys' point and a good oh, point. Oh, to you guys. No, no, sir, it's no, sir. Of your the, the, in it's 2016, your the 2016, they lost a bunch of guys on defense. They revamped, and in 2018, uh, they the defensive line basically carried them, and uh, they manhandled yeah. Alabama. So there's yeah, that. I, that's why I said that you lost the defensive line. 
which I, I give you has only been a few years. But the thing that's the thing that's held you can lose players, but a coach like Brent Venables has got to affect your program. Like it the recruiting, I mean, his system, and you can you, you got tied within, so you're gonna have a guy run the same system, but he doesn't know he's never called plays before. You're gonna it's gonna be a struggle. Well, the only thing I can say is that we'll see. What do you think, Jackpot? I mean, you think you seriously think you're going to roll through the schedule next year? I mean, I think that's a little bit far fetched. I mean, I could see oh, him taking the, another step back. I mean, uh, I who on the I'm schedule? To, who on the schedule is uh, that you think can actually hang with them? Other Notre than Notre Dame. Dame. Okay, other than Notre Dame. Okay, well, okay. yeah, NC State. Um, uh, you got to go to wait. NC for State. It. They, they play NC State at home. Okay, you played Georgia Tech at home this year. You barely beat them. Okay. And who's your who's your quarterback going to be? Um, it's probably going to be Uyunglele, or if uh, he doesn't have his shit together by the end of fall camp, it's going to be a uh, Klubnik. So you're going to start a true freshman. Yeah, it worked with Trevor Lawrence. No, Trevor Lawrence isn't a regular guy. And first, you say he's the number one. Slow down. Have you read anything about this Klubnik kid? I've read about him. I okay. read that he wasn't the number one recruit in the class. Here's here's what deal to go. Here's here's what here's what here's let me let me help you with this. This is a young man that he's another football that, god. Well, he's apparently a great a great player. But, I mean, uh, hold on, hold on. he's better. He's better than any player that is on. He is better than any player that is in the recruiting class for South Carolina or Kentucky. Not according to me, according to the 247 Sports site. Okay. And they said the same thing about DJ Uyunglele. Sure. And he wasn't the number one recruit in the country until the uh, Ewers kid that's going to Texas took the NIL money. Okay, but is he ranked number one or not? Do I have to pull that up and show that to you? He's the number one ranked recruit in the country as far as the quarterback it's position. It's asterisk number one. It's an asterisk number one. Okay. Is there anything else that you'd like to uh, add to the program, sir? Um, I'd like to congratulate Jack Paul on getting, uh, getting Spencer Rattler. I don't think – I mean, I, think it's, I don't think it's going to make a difference if you don't get rid of your offensive coordinator, but – I mean, he's a really good quarterback. Well, obviously, you don't follow along because the reason that he came here was to play for that offensive coordinator. So there's that. Yeah, well, Marcus Satterfield said you suck. He said the whole world, the whole country thinks you suck. Well, guess what? The whole country thinks that I suck. He said, so why don't we just go out there with a big chip on our shoulder and show everybody? Um, what we can do so. Yeah. Anything else there, Mr. Yeah. Bluegrass? Uh, no. I'd just like to say happy holidays, and uh, I would think that was really cool that uh, Jim Cornette thing you got for uh, Jack. That was pretty cool. Well, that was a uh, was a bunch of people. It wasn't just me. Thank there was you, a bunch of people. That, uh, yeah, a bunch of people that uh put together some money to get that for uh for jackpot. So good stuff there. That was great. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Uh, Someone's making comments about uh, the SEC East over there. 
the SEC East is 0-2 in bowl games, a loss to the Service Academy and a team from the American Conference. <laughs> Sorry, that, that hurt your feelings. Sorry. Hey, actually, what? Actually, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Mm-hmm. I do have something to say about that. Do you do you honestly not understand what everybody's saying about the SEC? I don't have a problem with saying that the SEC is good as far as the teams that are at the top, but the rest of them are a bunch of fours. Well, here's my thing, though, because you say the SEC East is awful. It is awful. Say, and everybody besides George is terrible. It is. Besides I'm Georgia, there's Memphis nobody in the East that's worth a shit. Okay. Well, no you one. Look at the recruiting rankings. I don't care look about the recruiting rankings. rankings. Well, I don't South care about the recruiting well, rankings. I'm talking about on South the field. Look, Central Florida, Central Florida wiped the floor with Florida. Now, what's everybody going to say? They're going to make excuses. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They had to have a new coach. Oh well, I God. mean, South, South Carolina, Kentucky, uh, Tennessee, and – uh, Mizzou are all on the upswing. Yeah, and here's my thing: you got you guys build up everything uh, in your conference. Shit. Now listen, you, you play you play teams that recruit constantly in like the 40s, so you're gonna you're gonna be better than them. If Kentucky played in the ACC, we probably have two or three ACC championships mm. in the past ten mm. years. Okay. It's the level of talent coming into the conference. It's not SC bias. It's not SEC okay, well, if, if you like have that. all this level of talent in the conference, your conference's leading leading rusher was on the Missouri team, and uh, they lost to a service academy. Florida's in the middle he of Florida. Play. They have national titles. Doesn't matter. You, you couldn't convince him to play. You have SEC talent. You all this talent that you're talking about, the recruiting rankings and everything else. You should mop the floor with a service academy, right? Their offensive lineman well, can't weigh over 260 pounds. Okay, that's fine. That's all about the NFL. You have all that talent. Why can't you beat a service academy? Why can't you beat um, Central Florida? Why is that? You have all that SEC talent. You can't because win. Why is that? Florida shouldn't even have been in a bowl. Here's the excuses. Line them up. Excuses. Line them up. I mean, are you going to win? In a, is the SEC East going to win a bowl game besides Georgia? Yeah, Kentucky's beating the piss out of Iowa. Yeah. Okay. Hey, we can bet that one right now, but sure. it's, it's a different level of recruiting, a different level of talent that goes in the SEC. Sure. And you can look at the well, rankings and t- and see that. Sure. Awesome. Anything else? Uh, that's all I got. Sorry, okay. I didn't mean to jump back on, day. but I heard the the slander there, so I had to. It's not slander. It's it's fact. The SEC East is 0-2 in bowl games with a loss to a service academy and an American conference team. I know those facts hurt people's feelings, but sorry. Have a great night. Uh, you, you too, man. Lee Wilder with a good point. Uh, he says that's why Tennessee didn't want to play Army. <coughs> yeah, because this exactly. It's a no-win situation uh, if you beat them i mean everybody's gonna be like yeah i mean you know you you should i mean you know that like so they you know you outweigh their offensive line by 50 pounds and you know all they can do is run the ball um but then you know there stands also a good chance that you could lose to them and that doesn't look very good does losing to a service academy look good at all there jackpot only if you're another service academy 
or Holy Cross. Holy Cross. Good point. Benji says, if insert bad SEC team was in the ACC, we would insert ridiculous feat that isn't even subjectively practical. Okay, Benji. Thank you, sir. 803-470-2905. We'll take calls for a little bit. You guys are uh, welcome to join into the program. And I think, I think if, Tennessee was, if Tennessee was in the ACC, they would have a couple of ACC championships in the past 10 years. No, Tennessee's a shithole jackpot. You talking about? I, I, I could buy Florida. I could buy Florida's team last year winning the ACC, if we're being honest. I think Florida could <coughs> win the ACC last year. Auburn? i on the right time. Auburn? Yeah. I don't know about Auburn because I think Clemson's beat Auburn the last three times they played them. So, <laughs> you know, you know, I'm a Mizzou apologist. So why why are you trying to make me say bad things about Mizzou? Uh, Arkansas. Mizzou. Oh God, jackpot! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh goodness. I'm looking James forward to seeing that game, Arkansas and Penn State. I think that's going to be a good game. Yeah, you know what? I think Arkansas is going to. Uh, I think Arkansas may win that game. Uh, I'm not very impressed with Penn State. Not so fast, my friend. All right, we'll see. We'll see on that. I. It wouldn't surprise me if the only SEC East team to win this year would be uh, in the bowl season would be Georgia. I don't, I don't know about that. I don't. I think Tennessee. Hold on, now. on on this show. On this show, you said that Kentucky better watch out for Iowa. Those words came out of your mouth. No, I, are I, you, I, are you I, I, I No, I just was talking about Georgia. I don't. I don't see the. I, I think they get beat by Michigan. I, I, I really do. Not trying to stir up the Georgia fans here. I just think that's just a bad matchup. You better watch out. Oh, so you think the East could go over in bowl season? No, I don't think Tennessee. I don't think Tennessee will lose to Purdue. Um, that uh, the, that um, David Bell, whatever his name is, that that wide receiver for Purdue that's really good. He quit, um, yeah. and he was a difference maker. So with he's not playing, I don't, I don't, don't have a lot of faith in the old Boilermakers. I don't have a lot of faith in them either, but I wouldn't be surprised either way. James Thompson said the Cocks are winning with Mighty Zeb leading the way. Could happen. Could happen. Jackpot, are you going to get to watch the game on Thursday with it being at 11 o'clock in the morning? Probably not. Mm. Not happy about that. What a shit time uh, for a football game to start. Yeah. I got to do pregame coverage on our our best Gamecock coverage. I got to be on the air at 8.30 in the morning. Oh, God. Fuck my face. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand I don't do, uh, that. Why? I mean, what is the primetime game that day? Why Why so fucking early? Hold on. Let's let's look at bowl games for that day. Hold on. <coughs> here. Stupid. Hold on. Maybe, maybe they'll have some opt-outs and they'll move the game around. I joke about that, but is it, Jesus, the Cowboys are beating the shit out of Washington 42-7. to seven. Man. Let's see here. Hold on. What the hell? Okay. 
So for bowl games on December. Ooh, wait a minute. Where am I going? Okay. I'm looking at the schedule right now. The Fenway Bowl was canceled. Good. No championships need to be played on the Red Sox field. Fuck those cheaters. 11.30 is South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee, Purdue at 3, Pittsburgh, Michigan State at 7, Wisconsin, Arizona State at 10.30. So there's that. I don't know. Welcome into the program. Good evening. Hey, how's it going, fellas? How are you guys? Hey, what's Good. up, man? How are you? Uh, doing well. Hey, listen, let's talk about Georgia and Michigan. Sure. Um, this, this this is what being a Georgia fan is. This slap dick team, I swear to God. Um, Kirby's going to die on the Stetson Bennett 12-inch cross. It's it's just unbelievable. Um, I thought of a slap dick team. Goes, yeah. Huh? I'm sorry. You called him a slap. You called him a slap dick team. That's that's pretty funny. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's that's just what these Georgia teams do. You know, it's uh. Anyway, um, so I think here's the deal. Um, I'm trying to gauge my team right now, and I'm trying to figure out. Okay, are we going to be pissed off for the last three weeks because we've been made to eat crap, or are we just going to go out there and just feel sorry for ourselves and lose to Michigan? Uh, I mean, I do think that Michigan, we talk about the matchups. When's the last time someone's just running up Georgia's ass? I mean, really, like just like running the ball, like up their ass. When's the last time they've done that? Like any team has done that. Didn't uh, when they lost Alabama in the Stetson Bennett year, the first game, didn't Alabama do well in that matchup on the ground? I don't remember. But what did they have, have, Rob? They had a quarterback, right, that spread them out and – you had to defend that, right? Right. I mean, yeah. And look, I'm not. You know, I'm not mocking. I'm just saying. I'm trying to remember back to the last time that someone actually got yardage on the ground against that Georgia defense. It's been a bit. So I mean, I, I just this is what I feel about the game is lower scoring games favor Kirby Smart unless you get turnovers like what South Carolina did, and that's a possibility for Michigan. But these 21 19-13, 10-3 kind of games, I, I think you're playing Kirby Ball there unless you got something special at quarterback, you know? I I think that uh I think even the 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 most ardent Georgia fan will say that the way that Kirby Smart has dealt with quarterbacks has been lacking to say to say the least. Um I also think that the quarterback that gives you the best chance to win will probably not see the field during the during the playoffs. I think JT Daniels has the trajectory to be, uh, to bring you to a higher level, but Stetson Bennett, you know, you have to give him credit for what he's done. He led him to a 12 and 0 season. And I just think the ceiling is only so high with him though. I mean, and, and I'm a short guy, but, uh, I'm not out there trying to play quarterback and he's, you can't like someone made this, made this reference a couple weeks ago. Uh, he has to move around so that he can see over the shoulders of his offensive lineman. I mean, yeah, physics, yeah. That's just the way that it is. Uh, yeah, Kirby. Kirby's just a dumbass. Always, uh, oh, always oh, a dumbass when it comes to quarterback. Um, I mean, everything else is like he, he he's got it, but like the, the quarterback thing, the, the Stetson Bennett it? thing. Uh, well, first off, yeah. everyone talks about just defense, okay, about how it didn't right. do well against Alabama. Yeah. But we don't get what? the championship defense, man. I mean, yeah, you yeah. know, so it's just one bad game and our, our quarterback can't do anything. I mean, that's the bottom line, you know? 
I, I think that this is the best Georgia D. I mean, it's one of the better defenses I've seen in, in years, to be honest with you. I mean, they didn't they didn't have any games where they were uh were ramrodded in the regular season. And Alabama, man, their their quarterback came out with a set of nuts in that championship game and just drug them. So well, that, there's you that. Know, and this is what I tell people too, and, and this is one thing that, that keeps me as a Georgia fan, even though I'm like really pissed at my team right now, it sure. keeps me level because like these top five teams, like the Clemsons, like the Alabamas, like the Georgias, it's like they have a fastball, right? And they might not have it every week, but when they put that, when they have their fastball, it's like they can smoke anybody, you know? Like Ohio State smoked Michigan State, and then they oh, lost yeah. Michigan next week, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah, yeah. Georgia has the capability of a fastball, you know? And I just, I, Michigan, I think. If I'm Michigan, I want to want to I want to play Georgia right after that championship game because you're catching them in a bad spot. But three weeks to kind of let Georgia mull it over. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a little bit different than you know, like now everyone's been telling Georgia they suck, Stetson sucks, all this other kind of stuff. Whereas 12 weeks earlier, you know, we're the best team in the country. So I don't know. I mean, uh, this Cade McNamara is going to put 300, 400 yards in the air to convince me, but we'll see. Man, appreciate you calling the program, man. Look forward to chatting with you later on. Yeah, man. All right, there you go. Uh, Jackpot, he, he seemed like he's a realist there. Yeah, I mean, and people don't talk about, I mean, Stetson Bennett can make some plays with his feet. That's very important. Well, yeah, that's true. He, he can do that. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of a dual threat guy. He's... He's so small, though, that I worry about him getting hit and, like, someone killing him. Every time – I'm serious. When he gets out there and there's, like, a linebacker that's blaring down on him, I'm like, oh, he may, we may be watching a death live on TV right now. That's one of our – because he just looks so tiny, you know? Well, I mean, you know, he could always opt out, too, to protect his NFL stock. Mm-hmm. Keep, him getting injured in a, keep from getting injured in a worthless ball game. Wouldn't that be some shit if Stetson Bennett was like, you know what? I opt out. <laughs> somebody on, seriously, somebody on one of the <coughs> Gamecock Facebook pages today, somebody posted uh, and asked how many points uh, Parker White needed to uh, break that uh, all-time scoring record for the Gamecocks. And somebody said something about that. They seriously heard that they thought he might not be playing in this game Thursday, so because he didn't want to risk getting hurt, I I don't buy that. I, but, uh, I don't either. Dude's been there for ten years. Yeah, I I don't buy that at all. Uh, especially, I mean, Shane Beamer's went to bat for him and talked about him in press conferences and how he's not a Grazo Award finalist and all that. I I just don't buy that jackpot. <laughs> I, it, Parker White will be playing uh, in that game. I'm sure. I'm absolutely sure. All right. Well, jackpot. Hey, let's before we get out of here, real real quick here. Uh, games tomorrow. Just uh, win or loss here. We only have one game tomorrow. <laughs> quick Lane Bowl. Western Michigan, Nevada. Which way are you rolling there? Western Michigan's a seven point favorite. Uh, I'm gonna roll with the Wolfpack. Yeah, I'm going with Nevada too. Uh, then Tuesday, Houston and Auburn. Auburn's a two and a half point favorite in the uh, the Birmingham Bowl. Man, that's what a great place to have a bowl game. 
I'm rolling with Houston. How can I don't I don't know. I think I think that's a little bit of an overreaction, a little bit of an overreaction to Auburn's game against uh, against Alabama. I don't think they're I don't think they're very good. Air Force and Louisville, uh, three fifteen. Louisville is a one and a half point favorite. I'm rolling with the Academy. I rolled with Air Force too. I think uh, Louisville's defense might have a little bit of problems with them. I mean, that's just kind of a that's a bad matchup for Louisville. Mississippi State and Texas Tech. Mississippi State's a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, I, I'm going with uh, Mike Leach to score 100. Uh, I'm going with Texas Tech. I think uh, I think that Mississippi State will win, but I think that one might be a little bit – you know, I mean, everybody's talking Mike Leach. Is, uh, he's going to – you know, he, he, he made some kind of a, a press conference. He said something about them, something about they, they still owed him a, a, a paycheck. For the 2009 season or something that they didn't ever pay him before they after they fired him. So yeah, uh, but I think Texas Tech's gonna come out to play in that one. But I still think uh, the uh, the SEC West squad will probably come out on top. UCLA and NC State in the Holiday Bowl in San Diego. NC State's a two point favorite. Yeah. Weird matchup. I think I took NC State in the contest. I, have, I mean, the more and more I think about it, I, mean, I just think the location of that and the travel and all that, I just think it kind of, I think that kind of favors UCLA a little bit. Um, West Virginia, Minnesota. Minnesota's a five point favorite. Uh, by the way, I've got UCLA winning that game. Who gives a fuck? Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, I think you both took the couch burners. Uh, Minnesota. Okay. SMU and Virginia and the Fenway Bowl is canceled. The Pinstripe Bowl, Maryland and Virginia Tech. Fuck. Virginia Tech Gosh, is going no. to fuck them up. <laughs> right. Clemson and Iowa State. Uh, Clemson's a one and a half point favorite. I'm taking the Tigers. Uh, I'm, you, were you taking Iowa State? I can't remember. I'm rolling with Matt Campbell and the Iowa State Cyclones. Y'all don't want that smoke. Oregon and Oklahoma. Oregon is a, excuse me, Oklahoma. It says OU. I'm assuming that's Oklahoma. Is a four and a half point favorite over Oregon. I think OU gets it done. There you go. So there's our picks just uh, straight up as a, when we come back on with you on Wednesday, I think Clemson game might be over by then. It starts at 545. So might be over by then. We'll see. Uh, depends on if Dabo's on the sideline crying. Merry Christmas, jackpot. <laughs> I don't want to argue with you tonight. <laughs> All right, well, we'll be back at it on Wednesday night. A uh, new rundown will be on the air on Tuesday I'm off tomorrow. We are going to have um, Andrew Jones from Tar Heel Illustrated on on the rundown either Tuesday or Wednesday. No, sir. He's the guy that's covered North Carolina for 25 years. So (laughs) he knows a little bit about R.U.W. Jones. No, no. He uh, he's covered North Carolina for 25 years and uh, he knows his stuff on that front. Whatever. He's still a heck of a center fielder. He was. Hey, he, I think he's on the ballot for the Hall of Fame. Really? 
Brock says, yeah, Brock says Jackpot should do a live watch of the Clemson game. Uh, I don't know if Jackpot will be able to do that because Jackpot's working. <coughs> what time does it come on? 545? 545. I don't know. Maybe. And he wants to know, James says you're not streaming the cut. No, Jackpot's working. He may not even get to watch the game. No, not he at that get, time. You may get day. video from Jackpot in the parking lot. Just fuck this team. Why the fuck? What the fuck? North Carolina. That's what's I don't going on. What it is about these games is this Clemson Bowl game and this Gamecocks one, something about them, it just, they just don't excite me. They really just don't. Well, do you I have a game left that does excite you? Is it just the playoff games or is there another matchup that you really want? I mean, I kind of like Oregon, Oklahoma. That'll be a good game. I mean, I think the Penn State game against Arkansas is going to be a good game. I'm looking forward to that. I mean, I'm looking forward to the Gamecocks game. I mean, I would love to be able to watch it if I could, but, I mean, that time uh, slot just don't work for me. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. All right. Well, there you go with that. Appreciate you guys joining us this evening, and with that, the show's a wrap.